You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the one, the only, the man that is leaving me for, for a few days, and so we're having to record this while I'm in a hotel because I love talking with him so much every week. Mr. Monster D-Face, what's going on, buddy? Guys, I'm holding him to a whole new standard for 2020. We're on fire. We it's got true. three special guests. We're on time. We're doing those episodes early. So, yes, we're here. And, dude, shout out to shout out to Too Loud. Recording from the hotel is kind of grind we're talking about. This is yeah. how we want to start off our year, boys. We, we have definitely been grinding it out. We've got a had a list of great guests already, and we're continuing on that this week. Like Monster said, you put out a tweet last week. You were like, hey, if you want to come on the show and you want to be on the Fortnite podcast, we want to highlight you. We want to talk no, no, about no, no. your content. I said, if you want to be on the number one Fortnite Ooh. podcast in the world, That's DM right. me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And you got a bunch. You got a bunch of, a bunch of replies. And yep. uh, you've been handpicking them, lining them up for us to knock down. And we have one here today, guys, to knock down for you. And coming off a recent 20-hour stream where he raised $5,000 for the firefighting efforts in Australia, he'll be kicking off our first LAN event, Monster, since the World Cup. All right? That's huge. Your commentator for the $500,000 Australian Open, the man behind the voice that drives all these American women wild, I promise you it does, Aussie antics what's up buddy how are oh, you man hello hello geez now that's an introduction i don't think i've ever been introduced like that before i'm doing very very well thank you for having me very excited to be on the number one fortnite podcast look at that no i'm there loving it thank you for having me that's, doing great. That's i'm right. actually covered really well i'm surprised that's my first ever like long stream or long stint of content i reached out to a whole bunch of people who do long streams i was like how do i do it do i like stay up all the way through do i have the big sleep i got recommended the like four or five hour nap and then go to and then wake up and then go to bed at a normal time. That worked. That was perfect. I'm actually feeling great. So yeah, it's right. good. It good. All right. So for all the beginners out there, because th- we mm. have a lot of fans, obviously, that are huge content yeah. creators and they they follow mm. Monster and they follow every everybody that we have on the show. Give us yeah, a little yeah. insight on that. What is that? What is that schedule? What is the the number one best schedule for your opinion oh. for doing for oh. doing these charity streams? Oh, I mean, for me, so it was I started at midday. So I started midday my time. I normally go live around that time. So it's like a good, normal, regular start time for me. I had a massive sleep the night before. I went through it for 20 hours. I was going to try and push through to 24. And towards the end, I was feeling pretty rough. I'm not going to lie. I also had a whole bunch of incentives that looking back, I think weren't the smartest. I was like, why does no one do anything like really like I was doing push-ups, I was doing burpees. And I was like, why does no one do this? I learned very quickly why no one does that. Because on top of the time, you are now like physically tired too. So I managed to hit 50 burpee goal right before doing a horror stream with screaming uh, donation alerts. That is not good for the brain or heart at all. Like I already went in like physically sweating and like worked up. Oh, man. Not a good idea. But yeah, I think that schedule worked well. Started midday, went all the way through. I'm surprised how many people stuck through. I'm lucky with having the kind of like not split community, but I got the Australian viewers and I got the NA viewers. So it was nice to like have the kind of all the way through. It was good. That's awesome, man. And congratulations to you. I Thank know you. those fires are crazy. And so for you yeah. doing your efforts, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it it's, uh, it's really close to your heart as well. So, I mean, congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. 
We did it with uh, we did a part of Click. So we did fight the fires as like Click initiative. If you guys know, obviously, Musel, Laser Beam, some of the big guys. I think I think as of this morning, because we're trying to do it in 24 hours. I think they raised I think we raised 600,000 combined. So it was pretty nuts. Wow. And people like Ninja, Ninja came in and donated to Lockie when I was doing some videos with him. That was a thirty thousand dollar donation. So yeah, wow. we get some crazy generosity. Yeah, it was big. That's Single awesome. donations like that, it warms your heart. Like yeah, it's been pretty rough, but the, around the world, international support has been next level. So yeah, That's it's, awesome. it's amazing. I mean, we're, we're talking on the day that, you know, mm. you talk about Ninja. We, we see a skin, mm. little, 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 little Ninja skin came out. What do you, mm. what's, your, what's your take on it? How do you feel about now a game for the first time? And I want to hear from both yeah. of you on this, that mm. we see a, like kind of a personality, a real person put into the game that people can buy as a skin. Mm. Like, how do you feel about that? I'll let you go first, Monster. Yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, this is crazy. Fortnite, once again, breaking down barriers that we otherwise thought they wouldn't have crossed. There was a time way back when, when they basically flat out said like, no, we're not interested in orgs. We're not interested in, you know, making you a skin per se. And they would hint around, right? When they dropped the plunger axe and stuff like right. that. So Ninja was always on the cusp of kind of being in the game, but he was never officially endorsed. Dude, his brand has elevated so far in this last year. He is up there with the Titans in the industry. And I think respectfully so he deserves one of those icon slots. And it goes to show that if you look at other streamers and content creators, their brands are not even remotely close, even if they match in viewer count. That's the difference in how he's strategizing with his team to grow something that's strong and and dominant in the space. So I respect it. I love what Epic's doing. and, And that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's unbelievable. Uh, what about you? I mean, Ozzy, how, how do you feel about it? I mean, see, getting to see yeah. it. I mean, it's really cool. We saw, I don't know if you ever mm. saw any of the concepts, but like the ones that were, you know, maybe his hair would change colors, right? right. As, as you were oh, getting more yeah, kills. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw some of those. All these concepts. We What we got, I mean, how do you feel about it? Are you are you happy? Or is, it, is it a good, re- you know, I, resemblance? I think it's good. It's a good looking skin for the price of it too. I think 1200 V-Bucks, isn't it? So it's not even like wow. they went full legendary price. So it's got four variants and it's reactive. So they end up making it so apparently the headband grows as he gets the limbs. So it's mm. reactive with four variants that already look awesome and it's very on brand. Like they, That's I think they crazy. did a perfect job. I think he deserves the skin, like Monta said, more than anyone, especially first. And the skin itself, they delivered. Because if they gave him one, awesome. And the skin was a bit like iffy, it would have been a big risk for yeah. them. So they definitely pulled out all the bells and whistles. It's a nice looking skin. You think, you think they cleared it with him? Like surely, oh, right? Sh- no, yeah, surely, yeah, yeah, surely, yeah. That's that's why he was hyping it up, and and he made sure yeah. he took care of a couple of his friends who got the you know got to showcase it early because yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious why they dropped it, but they didn't like release it to everyone yeah. publicly. Yeah. It was kind of yeah. weird. Then it didn't come to the shop tonight, and guys, we're recording on Wednesday night just in case you know you, by the time yeah, you guys yeah. hear this. Um, yeah, it was kind of crazy. So we'll see when it releases. I'm definitely buying it. I'll tell you that. Uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. think it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> just imagine like running around as someone else. It's so weird yeah. that this is the cool. world we are in like right the game well i gotta i gotta ask myself will i be running around as as monster or ozzy antics later in 2020 like are we gonna bring you know the 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 casters right like the 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 question is will i have a mic or some spray cans i (laughs) I don't know where i want to go right now yeah hey maybe that's maybe that's your thing right maybe as you get more kills like your 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 spray paint color changes like your pickaxe color changes like throwing paint i don't know I'm hiring you. We can go go down that trail for too long. But, you know, maybe Ozzy's got a huge microphone in his hand, you know? So I think think it shows also it's a testament to his branding. Like he has a brand so well, like that, you, like you'd look at that and you kind of know Ninja, like that's Ninja. That's yeah. incredible. Like it's amazing. He's identified that well with just colors and like, it's just nuts. Like it's really cool. With me, I'm like, 
what would the skin be? I don't actually know. I hope it's not the beard. Everyone mentions the beard. This is going. This was part oh, of the gosh. charity. I've got beards <laughs> going, hairs going. So I hope it wasn't like my identifier. Otherwise, I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah, true, true, for sure. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm more interested in like where this goes from here. We always seen yeah. Fortnite take that first step, and then the next things are even bigger. So I'm, yeah. I'm always curious in watching when they drop something new and they go a new direction. We talked last week, Monster, a little bit about like what Nate's been doing since he's been here. Like everything's been very quiet. This is interesting. Is this is this the first thing we're gonna see of like all of a sudden here we go? The Fortnite roller coaster's taking off for 2020. I think so, man. We're just on the cusp of getting to season two, I guess, technically, for the next, you know, kind of branch of Fortnite. So this is a step in the right direction. It's bringing buzz, it's bringing players. When I went to log in this morning, my epic launcher was taking some time and it was just around that kind of announcement. So it shows that the buzz is there. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and talk about the buzz. It's coming to you in Australia with the five hundred thousand hey, dollar Australian Open that you are going to be wow. casting. So let's jump in here. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about your specialty, which is casting. Uh, okay. And before we talk about the Australian Open necessarily, let's just talk about your career so far. Okay. So relatively short when it comes to. So I've been a streamer for about just under a year and a half now. Actually, relatively short um, in the grand scheme of things. Um, I talked about doing commentary for a while. So I've always been very interactive with streaming. Um, I got into customs really early on. I started organizing a lot of tournaments. I was doing a lot of things on that side of things. I'm decent at the game, not the best. So quite often, running a tournament or running customs, you die, and then you talk about the game. I got more and more into commentary, not really strictly commentary. People said, you know, you might be good at it. Um, and then luckily for me, uh, I reached out. I was I was like, look, I really want to do some commentary work. What's out there? And it was about two weeks before LPL. It was LPL across NRL, Fortnite events, NRL, National Rugby League, sport I don't think you guys have, but we have it and we take it pretty seriously. It was the grand final of that. So it was, a, it was a kind of, it was weird. It was cross land, cross online. It was online qualifiers. The top five players got sent to the NRL grand final to play at the stadium, but the other 90 players in the lobby weren't. It was really strange, but it was interesting. I got to commentate that, and that was a lot of fun. It was my first taste of getting to go commentate an actual tournament, having like you know a spectator team, and it was amazing. So that's the only real major event I've commentated since then, but trying to hone my skills and be like, look, I want to do this. I've basically commentated or casted almost every online tournament since then on stream. I'll either be doing viewing parties or commentary for every cash cup. I did all the Winter Royales, did all the FNCS. Um, I was like kind of the go-to for OC FNCSs. I tried to do a bunch of research. So yeah, it's been really cool. And Epic themselves reached out to me, Twitch ANZ did. I've just got a whole bunch of help since then, honestly. So that's kind of how I did it. But I haven't been doing it for that long. Stepping into Fortnite, one of the biggest, mm -hmm. one of the biggest scares of it is like, hey, there's mm -hmm. some great casters out there, right? We're watching yeah. Monster, right? We're watching yeah. Fallout. You saw Fallout come out last year mm -hmm. to the Australian Open and do it. For you, yeah. what was the number one thing when you were jumping into casting that, that you really focus on? Um, I think for me, so I, I, I've... I mean, I've been the kid that since I was very young, been told to slow down with my talking. Like I've always been someone who's talked fast. Even once I started doing some casts, like I did one with, um, I did one with Monster. I've done some with Ball. I've done some with the big guys. And that was what I was always cautious around was like, look, do I talk too fast? Do I need to slow it down? And I had to worry a lot about my pacing. Like that's something I had to focus on was like making sure I, you go up and down. Fortnite's quite hard from a casting perspective. You think of like a lot of games have a very kind of, I don't want to say straight trajectory, but you can see how the it's, it's going. If it's a five versus five game, you oh, it's three players, two players, one player. It's very close. Fortnite has that end game moment, but at any moment, someone can literally just fall from the sky, fall through a wall. When there were shockwaves, shadow bombs, like there is so much going on. What to mention and what not to is an incredibly hard talent I had to learn because I've, I've got the voice speed. I can mention all of it. 
but it gets a bit much. You've got to kind of bring it back sometimes. So that's what I had to focus on. But luckily from doing so many viewing parties and commentary, the player knowledge is kind of there. I know all the players. I know what they're doing. I spend like... I mean, I've spent this morning watching seven hours of solo cash cups. So it was more how do I deliver it more so than the knowledge background was always my main thing I focused on really. No, those are great points. I think before the show, you and Monster were talking a little bit about what you guys were on your stream right beforehand and yeah, watching yeah. some of those cash cups. And you're, <laughs> you guys were talking a little bit about the story verse action style yeah. of casting. Uh, and Monster, like this is something that if you're in the caster world, you kind of know about. But outside the caster world, you don't really get and understand necessarily if someone says that. So why don't you guys break this down for people that maybe they don't know uh, like story versus action type of casting. And some of the, the perspectives that you look at, maybe monster that you even said keys to, maybe some pointers you even give me or, or, or Ozzy. Yeah, no, absolutely. So that's more along the traditional lines of you have the play-by-play and you have the analysis. That's That's kind of what we're going at here. And I think a lot of you guys might notice that for example, when I cast alongside Golden Boy, I play a certain type of role. Golden Boy is doing a lot of the hard punching and the play-by-plays for the fast action. And then just as things are about to tear down and those eliminations are sweeping through, I come in and I close out the show and I really explain and break it down into layman terms so the, so the audience can kind of absorb what's going on and understand what's happening too. Because think about it. There's so many times we walk into a venue or you know a, a show that's just airing a tournament. You're coming in fresh, right? You're just jumping into the middle of anything. It's a lot of chaos. So it's one of those skills as a caster that you have to learn how to kind of break it down and make it digestible for the people listening in. And that, that's one of the skills it takes to be a caster. But yeah, when it comes down to storytelling, dude, knowing the history of these players, one person that I love that does a really great job at this is Shia Wager. He does a lot of his homework mm. when it comes down to this. And a lot of that just comes down to writing scripts and preparing these, you know, elaborate kind of detailed landing spots and, you know, just kind of that, that background story that goes into it. And it plays a huge part when it comes into when you're casting. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, for you, Ozzy, like, when you look at, say, story versus action, mm. what, what is it that you're looking at to make sure that you're getting your point across? Say it's a storyline. Are you, are you trying to deep dive all the time into one aspect of one player? Or, or how do you like to look at it as far as that entire game when you're breaking something down? I think it's hard. Like, it's very hard. You got to find like topics. Topics is a big one. You find a topic and then usually players will resemble that topic. Like, let's just use one of probably the most well-talked about topic, info and our aim assist. You use something about that, right? So when a controller player does something, you don't want to be the person just harping on and bringing up the same stuff over and over again, but it's relevant to what's going on. But as far as story for me, the reason why I was so invested in wanting to do AO specifically, like obviously massive land, take anything else aside from it, massive land, super excited, but it's because I know the OCE players and I just know as a region that's quite small, most, most commentators wouldn't. It's just fair. You know what I mean? How many commentators that I was the only one watching OCE, that's kind of where my growth came from. It was a small region. Not many people really covering it, which is understandable. So it's knowing the players, but still also knowing what the audience wants. People want to focus on their big stars and they like to follow the exciting players. Like it is what it is. So I think I focus on storylines between players if I can, but that's one thing that I don't need to research too much when it's my own region and cash cups because I watch so many of them. But coming into AO, like I've, I'm literally writing up notes in my book about especially a lot of players I don't watch. Like me and Bola TW covered the Chinese qualifiers. That's my first time watching Chinese players play. And now there's four of them going. I want to make sure I know them, their background, their play styles, anything relevant to them, just anything you can add. because 
like viewers want that. When you're watching a tournament, yeah, it's exciting and Fortnite's a beautiful game. Like it's exciting just to watch, but you have to break down what's going on so beginners can watch and understand it. But also who is this person? Like, why do I care if this person wins right now? I see they're the one on three eliminations, maybe going to win, but relevant not just to today, but their overall story arch. Are they like an up-and-comer? Is this their big opportunity? Did they not perform last tournament and now they've got their chance at redemption? Just your normal, typical, honestly, just sports arcs. It's the same reason why you care about sports athletes. It's the exact same thing. What do you think the best way to practice this is? For anybody that's out there that's like, Ooh. hey man, I really want to practice this. What, what, what do you guys have for advice? Yeah, I you, think you just up. get out there and you just go for it. Um, Aussie Anna's yeah. roadmap is a perfect example of someone who just said, you know what? I want to achieve this. I want to gun for it. And you just got out and did it. Um, my story is similar, right? It's the same way. I put myself in those situations where I'm like, I'm making tutorials. I'm showing that I got the knowledge for this game. When that, you know, when that knock came, I'm like, yes, I'm ready to talk about this game. Let's do it. And then I just started learning from there, right? And taking every oppor- uh, opportunity by the horns. Um, you just got to get out there and do it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and like I said, there's normally those skill sets too. Like obviously mine was, I went in with it probably with the ability to just talk and just talk about things, which is enough to get people watching. But then I looked back and it's also reaching out to people who are good at it, right? So I did a cast obviously with all the guys when we did the FNCS cast. Epic didn't handle that tournament. So a lot of the guys got together and we did our own cast. And that was amazing. I, I know these guys, hopefully they didn't didn't mind it. But after every cast, I'm in the DMs like, hey man, like could I have done anything better? Was there anything oh, else? You, I know Monster, yeah, Monster knew. No, yeah. Honestly, I had to. I was like, what is As there? a new caster, right? You're coming up and, and you're learning. Uh, my journey was a little bit different, right? I was literally alongside one of the greatest casters like golden boy right i had that same kind of interaction but in person and it was under like a lot more scrutiny because that's just like oh yeah like kind of on our shoulders almost training us and throwing us into like live gauntlets um but yeah it's still the same thing you you want those valuable points and you i think we all learn from every single show especially when you cast alongside different people oh man i've learned from so many different people i mean like like you say it's i think the craziest thing about fortnite is that we've got to work with like Golden Boy, Chris Puckett. Yeah. Like these are yeah. seriously mm. the iconic people of our industry that have yeah. not, like th- these guys were casting when there was no money to cast. Like right. they <laughs> like they they were flying themselves out sometimes to events just so they could cast. I mean, literally Chris Puckett yeah. did free events for MLG. Okay, like he wasn't getting paid at first. Like it, it's crazy. really, really crazy to think about like all the stuff they've gone through. And so like Fortnite. I know people can say what they want, like how about how competitive is or what the esport is. But I will tell you this. The casters that are in Fortnite right now are some of the best casters in esport. And that's not just because Monster's my friend and he's on my podcast. I really do <laughs> believe like they find talent like you, Ozzy, that are out there that really can portray very well a game, uh, not just from a visual perspective with words, but if someone was to close their eyes They've gotten really good. The all, yeah. all the casters on Fortnite have gotten really good at just being able to close your eyes and and see the story that that's unfolding in it. And to me, yeah. that's why I'm so excited about the Australian Open is because those full story moments we've only got to see a few times in the past year. Only a lot, a few. yeah. Because because as we were going through the qualifiers, we didn't get to see those storylines really. Uh, and I know, True. Monster, that was one of the things you were most excited about going to the World Cup for was the storylines. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was definitely that. And, and think about it. Every single time I look back and I see those highlights, we're still watching like more Gazi jump out of his seat at, you know, at, at, at PAX or like yeah. the, the Twitch reaction clips, right? Or the secret skirmish Bizzle jumping up and, and fist pumping the air when he takes that victory. We're still living in the high of those same land moments. 
This Australian yeah. Open is the next one. We're going to see some beautiful reactions. We're going to see just personalities in person, the, the, just those moments, right? I just love the fact that we get to capture that and it only happens on land. So epic, please launch more lands. But yeah, no, yeah. more lands for sure. <laughs> Ozzy, I got to hear from you, know. man. Ozzy, you're the, you're you're the cast. You're the you're Ooh. the first yeah, this one. Is moment, just, this, this is, is what you're doing, man. So <laughs> tell me, what, what are you besides casting uh, for the first time? Tell yeah. me, what are you so excited about about this event? Um, exact same thing. I said storylines as well, and especially I am the most excited. I've been the most probably vocal about it on my stream as well, talking about when people ask me, you know, are you nervous and stuff? It's like no, because I'm doing so much research because it's not just my moment. It's so many of these players' moments. Like so many of these OC guys have not had their moment. We had AO last year. If you go back and watch AO last year, it was in the infancy, not of just competitive Fortnite, but broadcasting as well. The first 15, 20 minutes of the broadcast, there was no audio. Like it's just things like that. And again, it's because it was baby steps, right? Like lands for um, battle royales are huge. There's so much going into it. So I'm really excited for these guys to get their chance. Like there's a few guys going like 13 year olds, like Luda, like Quid, who are insane. And no one outside of OC really knows about them. And I want to see them take that chance. Like when I, when I think of a lot of the OC players, I want them to have, I describe as a king moment. King from World Cup, right? We get we get obviously a bit of flack sometimes being an overly aggressive region, stuff like that. But in a land, that's so exciting. Like it's gonna be amazing to watch one of these guys maybe create that for themselves and just explode, you know? Or again, do you have one of the back-to-backs? We have the same uh, we have Jesse, obviously, one of the twins from last year who won it. He's still at the top of his game competitively. Is he gonna win again? It's just same sort of stuff I'm so excited for. Just give them that spotlight they haven't had. But AO's a tournament, if I mean a lot of the viewers might not know, this is pretty much one of the first times they've done invite only like this, right? So this is a different different format like we've got 40 OCE pros and then we've got a bunch of internationals and it's looking stacked Benji Fishy on Twitter the other day saying he's going like it's big names yeah Australia like you said never gets these kind of big opportunities but mm. more importantly those pop-off moments that King had there's only a couple of players that have really capitalized like that and I can like yeah. think of them right think of what happened with Aiden Aiden mm. blew up after just yep. taking it right to Nick Merckx look at what happened to Kai Zui. he got signed to I believe 100 Thieves right after like he was just popping off with the, the heavy sniper making these big moves everyone that's kind of played that aggressive style and yeah. you know found a little bit of success with it definitely has found their way into the line line and gained the respect of other players so this is another opportunity where we're going to see people get down and yeah. I, people can't sleep on the eu region like benji and them they all have the yeah. most experience so this is crazy oh yeah well and that was going to be my question to you obviously an opportunity for the oce to really shine here but is it kind of taken away from this invite system? Like you're already limited mm-hmm. to the amount yeah. of tournaments you get anyways. You're already limited to the exposure that that smaller of a region gets. And now we're inviting some of these big people like Bungie Fishy. Like, is this the right helps. move? Is, yeah. is it? I think it helps. I think- yeah, I think it helps. Yeah, because it brings those big names to make people care. I know that, again, guys, 1st and 2nd of February, that's you know that's Australian time, so I don't know what that is for you guys. It'll be a day back, but everyone on Twitch Fortnite will be watching this. Like You've got the biggest names coming, and people want to see them do well. Not only, again, is it the first land since World Cup, it's the first stacked solos we've seen. Oh, well, we had DreamHack, but it's probably one of the first stacked solos we've seen if Chapter 2 as well in this meta. There's just so many factors that make people want to watch it, and those big names just make it so much more appealing. And honestly, from someone who's an expert within the OCE region as far as the comp players, they've done a really good job making the list they did. I love my region and we're a small region though. There's only competitively so many players that I think really do hold up on that top, top tier level and they've invited all of them. There's no one missing out. So if you then fill the rest of the roster with these EU NA pros and give them a chance to prove themselves, the storyline I'm going in with above than any other storyline is I want OCE's redemption. 
we did not perform at Worlds. It's not, I'll say that to any player who went uh, there, yes. they'll say it to uh, me. Yes. Yeah, but we <laughs> didn't perform at Worlds. I just want to see us redeem that. We might get clapped again and I'm going to have to do on commentating that and be happy with that because again, I love all no, these players, but, but that, I want to see them do it. it. That's what makes yeah. it awesome, right? You, this is your hometown. So we I are going to get, we're going to get a totally different tone uh, in, mm. in this next cast. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be crazy. And this is, uh, I think, I guess one of our first international lands mm. outside of World Cup because yeah. there weren't really many of them besides um, the other, the other Katowice, which was, yeah, yeah, Katowice. That was, you know, quite some time ago. And that was a dual event. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm obviously, we've all said we're very excited for this event. I, I just dawned on me as you were saying that too, Ozzy is, this is the first chapter to land. Like this yeah, is a, yeah. it's th- huge. Like, this is crazy. But I, I, to not get off the point of like all these invites and, and, and to round that out, I just want to say like the, the thing that I think is so entertaining is you have an OCE that is a smaller region that has these players that are less than known and you bring in these bigger players. To me, if I'm one of the OCE players, I'm thinking to myself, this is only an opportunity for me to be even bigger because if I take oh, out Benji Fishy, yeah, I'm going huge. to the top. 100%. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's and what I, I want to see. I want them to take that moment. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm like, I care so much. Like if there is some one of these guys in that end game and it's like them versus Benji Fishy, they're on four limbs. Like I'm literally going to be on the edge of my seat knowing this is their moment. And I want to highlight that as much as possible. Like I even just in cash cups, I genuinely care about these guys. It's crazy. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. Maybe that's what I'm going to work on is reel it back just a little bit. I want to make sure I'm not getting too emotional because if I see one of them like win or something, it's going to go, it's going to be pretty exciting. I'm not going to lie. I, I hope you get emotional. To me, that's what I love <laughs> about Golden Boy. Like I think he's, yeah. Yeah, amazing because he shows his emotion like mm. every single that's why i love to watch it that's why i think everybody literally loves to watch courage is because courage gets so emotional whenever he's casting True. uh and True. it's and, it, and it's, it's a lot of fun to see i gotta ask you though australian open your area we've talked a lot about this being your place Dude, what's mm-hmm. your family saying what are they gonna be there what like what's tell um, me what the reaction from them all these people in your ha- in your in your life have like, you what? shared it did they know yeah you know <laughs> i shared yeah no i shared so um so uh so my family's been very supportive of me my brother i got an older brother um he he runs an eb games which is like gamestop here he's been in video oh, games awesome. his whole life got a whole arm sleeve of tattoos of video games um my parents have been very supportive of that i was playing games since i was like five years old so they've been amazing um i i did go to university i got my degree i had my really good job when i said i'm i'm, I'm quitting that to you know play Fortnite and commentate it. It was a bit of a shock, but things like this just legitimizes so much more, but they know how big of a deal it was to me. Everyone can tell like for, I've had a few things in my life that are focuses. I'm a very kind of all or nothing guy. If I have folks on saying I go for it. A lot of mine was fitness. I was a personal trainer before doing this, which is usually a weird juxtaposition for a lot of people. But when I stopped training as much because it was like, I got a tournament to cast or I got to go do this. That's when they were like, okay, it's a big deal. So I think, I don't know where they'll be going. Uh, it is in Melbourne, which is like, you know, 10 hours south of me. Um, they, they'll definitely be watching you know they watched the LPL and they actually loved it my parents were like my biggest fans when it came to commentary because they hadn't heard it That's before awesome. that was their first time and they were like wow you did a really good job I'm excited to show them my improvement from that time till now so and then and my fiance my fiance is just she supports anything that I'm passionate about so I'm very very fortunate like that but it helps with those conversations right at Christmas for example families around oh so what are you doing it was very good to be able to add and I've got this giant tournament that I'm actually talking about awesome, it's, it's, just, it's just me and my garage talking to a microphone man. and yeah and five people are watching it gave them some scope of it right it was like five hundred thousand yeah. dollars and they were like okay cool so it's legitimate it, that was nice I'm not gonna that's lie that's awesome I, I and I know that feeling and congratulations to you man that's just uh it's a when I went to WSOE, I was like, I called Monster. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. God, they contact. I've got one. Yeah. I was so excited. So I, I know what that feels like, man. And congratulations. Uh, Thank I, you. You know, not only have you been commentating, but you've 
and, mm. and doing streaming, but you've also been building another career on YouTube, building YouTube, yeah, videos, doing YouTube yeah, 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 videos. Yeah, I'm going for it. I love yeah, it. You're, you're jumping all in and I love it. Uh, we talked a little bit about um, some of the, the, you know, the different tournaments and things that have been going on. We talked about cash cups. We mentioned them, but this is one of the things in your latest video. You did a video, Fortnite mm. competitive update, uh, pro yeah. players banned and aim assist glitch. Uh, mm. And immediately you said, don't dislike it. I'll say it to everybody else. <laughs> Don't turn off the podcast that we said aim assist. Okay. We're, we, yes, we're oh going to mention gosh. it, but we won't, we won't, we won't harp on it. I promise. Um, yeah. Prize pool dropping in cash cups was one of the first things you, you attached. Uh, yeah. from two, that, in 2019, uh, first place was getting seven grand all the way down to 200. The top 250 players were getting 200 bucks. Now in yep. 2020, first place drops to 2100 bucks. So like you're talking five yeah. grand difference. And we're yeah. only paying out to the top hundred at a hundred bucks, or yeah, yeah. at the top uh, hundred, yeah, two hundred bucks. So, yeah. like, does this is it really affecting players? Or um, I mean, yeah, Alan wants to cover this one a bit more if he wants to as well. Just from Cash Cups, I'm sure he's been feeling the hurt too. Um, I think it did. I just watched again. I just watched two regions of Cash Cups. Um, I'm going to be watching OC tonight as well. It has, it has. The mo the money is a motivator, but I think it's just. I don't know if it's so much the money. I think everyone's a little bit deflated right now, and I think the money affects that. But I think that's just because that's what the the period we're in, right? Like you know, Monster touched on the start of the podcast. There's stuff happening and it's coming so i feel like this was just a little bit of a band-aid on it okay guys you want some tournaments here you go this is the kind of the rest of the money we have left let's just throw that there and then let's go to the big thing we have next so i think it has demotivated people a little bit but i honestly think it's more the game as well i think people just want some new updates i was the first one at the end of chapter one being like i want everything gone no mobility no slipstreams it's all so rng i hate it now i'm like Oh, I kind of want something back. Like I want to see someone heavy snipe through a wall. I want something. So I think it's a combination it's, of the two, honestly. I think the money and then the game right now is kind of adding to it. Well, I guess that's my question for you, Monster. Like the money's going down. Is that a sign that like Fortnite is going down too? Ooh. I mean, they stop. Is is the money coming in slower? So they're paying out less? Like that wouldn't make sense to me if it was the other way around. So I think honestly, so I'll, I'll start with like the the player how players feel and their mentality. I think the problem is this, this dates back to when they launched the weekly cash cups at yeah. first, it was very exciting. Now it's very taxing to keep up and then stay in that rhythm and, you know, get that competition then have to try hard. And then knowing that you're like a world-class player and not coming in those top brackets, you get looked down upon by all your friends on social media. This is the world we live in now. Mm, so right, if you're not, right. we're getting at the root winning, of it. Right. If you're not winning, like, let's say, Unknown Army or Nosh, suddenly you are mm. literally getting pushed out of the limelight. So you're yeah. forced to kind of play this whether you want to or not. It doesn't matter how good you were, you know, four weeks ago. It's about how good you are today. And that, that level of, you know, frustration is very taxing on these pro players. So I think that in combination with the money just kind of going down little by little, it's all kind of weighing on players. If anything, I think what they need to do is get a new structure for how they're going to launch these cash cups instead of like an almost every single week and like mm. almost every day of the week kind of structure, we yeah. just space it out maybe bi-weekly, give up some, some more off weeks so players can actually get some legitimate practice and then put the practice to use during cash cup times so they can take these trophies home, you know, little trophies, I'll call them that. And you put these, these milestones and then feel good about their, their placements that way. But I think it's just too much and they're taxed out. I mean, should they, should they take in this, all this money for cash cups and give us more lands? Like, just have a fun and like, I said that. leaderboard so, tournament yeah. for, so for during said, the week, leaderboard tournaments, and then give me the lands? 
when they didn't launch the FNCS finals live stream for whatever said reason, whether it be the, the client maybe not being up to par for what they want to launch with new season or, or whatever the case may be, I said, I would be totally fine if they took money back, but launched larger, you know, full size, full scale events, even things like the secret skirmish where you're getting the best of the best, hubbing them and then playing without a crowd. We don't even need a crowd. Yeah. We just need them. Because the cheering was still sure. there. The the players are literally the oohs and the ahs yeah. of the big moments. Like, it was real. It happened. True. Well, and, and to me, that's what was keeping the game alive even after a yes. year, even after two exciting. years. Like, like the, the those those moments, right? The Fortnite World Cup, like that moment, that lead up, that, that everything that we saw last year leading up to that, like, those are the moments that we all live for. We wanted to see these. Like, and, and like you said, all the other events that we've had, and it just seems like, we've lost that spark from Epic to like of newness yeah. or of excitement for events. And uh, whenever we had, you know, we kicked it off at PAX with putt putt, you know, with the summer, with the, like all this stuff they had and they created. And now it feels like they're just like, all right, we did it. Like, are they moving yeah. on? Like, I, I'm like, where are they? I feel lost. I feel like, you know, I, maybe I did my homework. Yeah. Coming into these events, like, Ayo, I want to see what, like, I was researching casting, but I was like, all right, what's the background on this? And I went back and I've literally in the last three weeks, again, and I'm not going to lie, it's also because there was just a lack of competitive content. There was really nothing better to do, but I'm so happy I did because yeah. I got that history. I got that experience and I was like, we need this. Like, it made me want it so badly. And I think, I don't know, I hope Ayo does reignite it because it's slipping so far from it now where people are forgetting how awesome those moments were and how awesome it was in general. Like yeah. people keep talking about they want FNCS. I think a lot of players just want qualifiers. They just don't like open tournaments. And I understand that fully. I agree. When we talk about commentating as well, storylines, when you've got 100 players in the same lobby, every game, know who they are, what they're doing. You can just... It's so much better and so much more enjoyable for a viewer. But I get why they do no entry. Because again, people want to just play in like Winter Real. Like a whole bunch of new players got a chance at money they never had before. But I want people to remember how good lands were. Like watching like, like Tifu and stuff. He blew up off the back of lands and doing so well and Bizzle. And it's just we have those people where if lands didn't happen, I don't think you'd get that level of excitement and fame from an online event of any caliber of any money it has to be lands it's where it's at yeah yeah i mean especially when you start talking about true esports fans like this is where we all mm. want to be you have you know I, we mentioned cod earlier we got the cod franchise kicking off this year like things yeah. are, are going up right for esports and uh i felt like epic was pushing that envelope all the time and now the envelope's kind of, you know, been mailed off somewhere, maybe to somebody else's house. <laughs> I don't know. But that's how I felt about it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm ready for comeback season. So let's do yeah. it. <laughs> I think well, it's going to, surely. Well, speak, speak of comeback, Zexro's back on Twitch. Uh, okay. In case you didn't know this, uh, <laughs> something else you covered in your video there, Ozzy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what really happened here? Like, do we know? Did we get confirmation uh, 100% it was the monster drinks that no. he drank? Like, uh, no. Uh, we, we don't unfortunately know, right? get any confirmation. It was he got he got a seven day ban on Twitch. He's lost all his followers. Which again, if you're not a fan, if you're not if you don't what? follow Twitch, it's a it's a big deal. He has yes. Yeah, so the last, the first cash cup he did after back his first stream back again, not throwing any shade or anything. A couple hundred viewers because his followers aren't there, so they don't get notified when he goes live. So it was a big deal. And Zexro, for whatever reason, maybe it was a good idea. Was very quiet on the ban. It was a tweet. It was literally just a tweet. 
2020 was going to be strong or something. Can't believe it started like this and it was banned on Twitch. He didn't confirm why. A lot of the info I got off was based on the comments. I couldn't even find any VODs of it. The What yeah. I heard was, yeah, he was drinking energy drinks. He was getting coaxed on by his viewers. He filled them up with water to have a bit of fun with it, but he still drank enough where apparently he did vomit on stream. I got that on pretty good sources that he did vomit on stream. So that was enough. So what I in the video, what I talked about, if people aren't aware, because again, I'm not expecting everyone here to watch that video. Um, it was potentially self-harm is actually what he got banned for, which is a very yeah. interesting topic. So I didn't want to just make a video on the whole like Zexro got banned. And like, if, yeah. for me, it's more what it stands for. Like as a Twitch streamer, like I said, I literally had to say yesterday on stream during my 20 hour stream, guys, I'm doing burpees. If I start to feel ill, I need to take a break because I actually don't know. If I now vomit on stream after doing burpees, can that be described as self-harm? Was that self-harm I just did? So yeah. So it was what it stood for. I was like, this is a big deal. They're making a big stance here. Like if, if I drink too many drinks on stream, but don't vomit, is it now self-harm? If I drink 20, like it's weird. It's very, very yeah, strange. Yeah. Like, and that was my biggest thing for, I wanted to talk about it because I think it's an interesting topic, mm. right? Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know what Zexro was doing exactly. And if, if, <laughs> if maybe we'll get him on here and ask him or if I see him, maybe you can ask him, maybe whoever yeah, sees him next, let's find I'm gonna out. I'm going to ask him, yeah. He's uh, coming to AO, I'm going to ask we're gonna, him. We're going to do a full episode on Zexro. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Zexro. <laughs> but, you know, whatever it is, I, I'm with you. Like, if they see me jumping off too high of a piece of furniture in my house and yeah. I hurt my ankle, is that self-harm? Like, at what mm. point can they draw this line? And what's scary is for people like you guys that are putting your financial well-being into their hands oh, yeah. and basically saying you can do what you want. I mean, I, at least I work for Capital One full time, right? So like, at, at least if, if something's going to happen, I got a lot of protection. I got different things. I have certain laws, I, things that protect me, certain yeah. things that protect them. But like in y'all's case, there's not like a, a streamer so, union so yet. Much okay? more risk. So much it's, more risk in being a streamer. Yeah. And then the transparency from Twitch is sometimes lacking, which is another issue. So people yeah. get false banned like all the time. And they yeah. try and desperately do these, you know, cries out on social media. Those tweets can get hella traction. You can have, you know, the best friends in the world, the biggest friends, yeah. and you still won't get a response. Like literally uh, gets yeah. dragged out for days, man. So you're not wrong when you say like, it's scary kind of like, because yeah. they have all the power. Well, let me ask you yeah. guys this. If, if, if this kind of stuff keeps happening and Twitch's, you know, thing keeps kind of rolling, like, Will we yeah. be looking at more people jumping off this bandwagon that we continually are already seeing in 2019 going to other platforms? Like, does yeah. tw is the year is 2020 the year when Twitch is going to have competition? Oh, yeah. Yesterday. I mean, if you guys pay attention, part of that whole charity stream we did, I, t I mentioned those big names. If you didn't see yesterday, uh, Lannan, so Laserbeam, Muselk, and Valkyrie all just signed as exclusive streamers to YouTube. So you got two yep. of the biggest YouTubers who weren't streamers, right? So YouTube took people who weren't streamers and turned them into streamers. That's something that we haven't seen. We've seen, obviously, the big platforms fighting over exclusivity of streamers. They were like, hey, man, you make amazing YouTube videos. Uh, Laserbeam, <laughs> I was with him, actually. He did a Star Wars stream uh, of the opening Fortnite Star Wars event. He had 270,000 viewers. Those are numbers we have haven't seen since Ninja and Tifu's like heydays, right? He unfortunately <laughs> managed to leak his IP on that stream, so it ended briefly because he had to cancel. That's where I came in to help him. But wow. they took these people like, wow, you guys. And the, I, I have a feeling these talks have not been going on since. Like they've been going on since before that anyway, though. So it wasn't like, oh, you did a big stream, let's turn you into a streamer. But it's definitely an avenue they're going down. And I mean, I, I've got a great reputation with Twitch. I don't want to jump on the, the Twitch bandwagon for a lot of people. I know Twitch A and Z being smaller. I have transparency with Twitch. I quite often do. I have my go-to person i get answers so i feel a bit different on that one than maybe what i see at twitch 
at large. But I think competition is good on any platform. You never want someone to have a monopoly. I want someone to contest them because we've seen now Twitch pull out big um, contracts. With, I'm guessing big with Nick Merckx, right? Like it's good for everyone. It's good for the creators anyway. So yeah. I like the competition. So we'll see how we go. Well, Monster, I'll throw this last one at you. The last topic he had on his video was about aim assist. And as much as everybody wants to turn <laughs> off the podcast right now, I'm not going to let you. We're going to talk about this. this for, we're going to talk about this for like 20 seconds. Okay. Here's the thing, Monster. When are we going to stop talking about this? Like people creating glitches, all this other stuff. <laughs> Never. Like, like Never. is this ever going to go away? You- I'll tell you why it's hot. It's because we've never had a game like Fortnite come around and just break the barrier of competition and Mm -hmm. open up the floodgates for, hey, you're going to play with him. We don't care what you say. And you on the tablet, jump in this competition too because you're kind of good. You know what I mean? So now we're in straight up murky waters that we've never been in before. You know, previous to this, it was either you're, it's a console tournament or it's a straight up, you know, PC tournament. It's never going to go away. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. It, it's fine. Just, it's everyone wants to be on a fair playing field. I'll just touch <laughs> on it because I don't have it. I don't go either way, but everyone wants to play the victim. Yep. So because you've got two, you've got different advantages, disadvantages of both. Everyone always wants to say that they have it worse. They want to make a reason why they lost that player. He wasn't better. He's using different hardware. If everyone's on the same hardware, it just negates that solution. whole thing. But, Y'all ready? Yeah. I got a solution. <laughs> just stop letting PC players play games. Just put them there all on consoles. Yeah, there you go. There they don't have to worry about yeah, it know, anymore. We do, if we just take their Twitters away, we'll never know. We'll never know. Well, we got to go into our last section here. Tips and tricks. Got to get a, got to get a tip from me here, Ozzy. Do you ask, do we have tips? Of course. Do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So what is the one piece of advice you would give anyone out there that is looking to cast. What, what is it? I mean, look, we know Ooh. you already said it. You haven't done a million events. You haven't done, but yeah. you have been successful to get where you are today, which means you're yeah. learning. You, you are definitely learning a lot of the steps. So I want to know from you, man, what's, what's one of the big things that you felt accomplished? Maybe, you know, Hey man, I've learned this through here. I'd like to pass it mm. along. I think it's feedback and I think uniqueness as well. I think I didn't want to go too far down the the rabbit hole of, okay, you know, maybe you do talk too fast because I was getting a lot of traction. I do it on Twitch, which is great. I can literally look at chat and they'd be like, wow, that was so exciting. Like I put out a tweet, man, I'm so excited for you to commentate that big event. That was awesome. I get feedback on what people like and what they don't like, but I think it's also not being afraid to try new things and take on that advice, but then be a little bit different. So with that, I was different. I've realized that I do talk fast. Some people really love that. Some people might not. So I'm embracing it and seeing how far I can push it and take that style and not just talk. So like when I do, I talk to Monster. Hey man, what, do you, what advice would you give me and stuff? Most of the big guys I noticed were never trying to change my style. It was specific technical things that I can do. But no one was like, hey man, stop talking so fast. Talk like me. Talk like this. No one says that. They just give you advice on how to change your style to make yep. it more digestible. So I think that's the one. Just trying to get some feedback and then making sure that you do stay true to what you're doing though. I, I definitely think for me, it w- it's always been like, accepting that i'm i've got i've got things i can work on right like yeah of course knowing you're not the best caster knowing you hey no. i listen there's a lot of other people i need to learn puck it chris monsters around me whatever Massively. it is right like even 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 on a level like if somebody else uh spaceman one of my friends that, that i've talked about on cod like he's an he's a caster in the cod community we're both new to the casting world we help each other out yeah. right like this is just yeah. stuff that i think people in general like you and not only casting, I think it's a good point in anywhere in your life. Step back and see where your faults are so that you can get better yeah. at them. Right. Like, I, I think that's that's the biggest thing. Monster, what would you say? 
Uh, I would just pay, piggyback a little bit on what Aussie was saying, but just kind of back that up a little bit. Uh, everyone has their own tone and you got to understand that your tone is going to appeal to certain people and you can't make everyone happy. So uh, yes, listen to criticism, but remember half the people giving you criticism are like guys that are failing in the same kind of like atmosphere. <laughs> like sometimes it, yeah. it's like the guy with two YouTube subscribers, like, why'd you do that long intro? You shouldn't have did that. Like brother, wait a yeah. second. I got you <laughs> doing this long. You know what I mean? So just take <laughs> everything with like a pinch of salt or a pinch of sugar, yeah. you know, listen, but don't ever break away from your mold. Continue to make your own mold and be your own voice. That's one of the reasons why sometimes I don't even ask people about what do you guys think about this project? Should I do this? Instead, I just do it. If you don't just like do it, it yeah. ah, whatever. You know, too bad. <laughs> get the feedback want- afterwards, right? Yeah, right, get the right. feedback and, afterwards. And when I see content creators like so hypercritical about what people think, I think that's like a, a major red flag to me. And it's something that I'm learning now. Um, and and I'm, I'm, you know, preaching what I'm also doing in life. Like I just bought a guitar and I'm already like just practicing. Yeah, that was right? sick. That was and awesome. You I'm put it out there first time playing. Yeah, it's my first time and I'm over here just like trying to learn these tunes and like just going for it, right? It's just not too late to start anything, but at the same time, just do you, man, and just do it, right? Do it and then let the people that like it gravitate towards you. The people that don't, it's okay. You can't make everyone happy anyways. Yeah. That's why I like you. That's why I like you, Monster. Because you always have good advice. You always (laughs) get good advice. It is. Just make content. Put it out there. Try. Like, try. If it fails, like if one YouTube video fails, it doesn't make the next one. None of this is so true. So true. Yeah. Like the next one will be fine. And it's not gonna. It's it's not gonna be end of the world if that video doesn't get as many views as your previous video. I think both of you have probably gone through that. Like, oh man, wait. That video only got five hundred views, and my last one got twelve hundred. That must. And I spent more time. What happened, brother? Years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I actually, I mentioned, I was talking to Monster about this literally like a week ago. I literally reached out again, reaching out to people was like, man, like I'm out struggling. What are you doing? What's happening? And it was very like, and Monster definitely practiced what he preaches. That was a very like, look, man, do you? It's fine. It felt good. I'm not going to lie. You'll be fine, like, brother. <laughs> doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he always tells me as well. So it's, it's consistent amongst all his friends. He just says, Absolutely. keep doing it. So, uh, well, that's definitely a message for all you guys out there. Keep doing it. And speaking of keep doing it, thank you for keep listening to this podcast, guys. We really do appreciate it. Uh, It's just been unbelievable. We're off to a crazy 2020 start, as we've said. Uh, We hope you guys enjoy the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave your comments on Podbean. And, of course, send all your complaints directly to Monster at thefortnitepodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Tell us what you like and dislike about the show. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at thefortnitepodcast myself. Too loud TX, the number two, L O U D T X, Monster D Face, Monster D Face. Just like it sounds, guys, I don't even need to spell it anymore. It's Monster D Face. If you don't know it by now, I don't even, I, I, I don't know. And Aussie Antics, guys, also just like it sounds, Aussie Antics, A U S S I E A N T I C S. All right? So go follow Aussie. Where can they find you throughout the week, brother? I mean, everything, like I said, if there's, if it's a cash cup or if there's something going on in competitive Fortnite, there's a chance that I am streaming it on twitch.tv slash Aussie Antics. But yeah, it's all there. I do I do everything on Twitter. I'll have all my uploads. I'm on the comp Reddit. Basically, if it's Fortnite competitive, you'll find me hopefully eventually if I keep doing what I'm doing. But yeah, Aussie Antics on everything. Check me out if you want stuff. Come ask my opinions. Hey, if I said something in this video you completely disagree with, come tell me you disagree with me. I freaking love it. Like that's what my stream's about. I get the interactivity. I get the feedback. So yeah, Aussie Antics on everything. I appreciate it. Monster, where can they come disagree with you during the week? Oh, no. We we run a cult following. You must love what I love. <laughs> Find me on YouTube, as always, guys, at Monster D-Face and across any social media if you want some content. 
guys thank you guys so very much for listening to this week um we hope to continue to bring on some new and awesome guests and thank you again to aussie antics aussie man i can't wait to see the australian open i can't wait to see your beautiful face on that screen as i watch it man and hear (laughs) it happen dude it's gonna be amazing uh and you're gonna do an incredible job i know it man so best of luck to you guys and you know hey you know what little oce man let's see little oce winning going on i hope Oh Let's man, I hope if we don't get anyone top five or top ten, it's gonna be so depressing. I'm not gonna lie. We're not gonna think we'll that see. way. We're thinking positive, positive thoughts, positive. <laughs> it's, all, it's balls in their court. They're gonna do it. There you go. Well, guys, as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Yeah.